All right. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 13 of the Media Buyers Manual. Uh, we are back today with Nicholas Reed. He is the CEO at 253 Media. Um, I'm going to let him introduce himself, and then we'll have a conversation about e-commerce and uh, go from there. Brad, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked to be here. First off, just thank you so much for having me on here. It's always a pleasure. I love jumping on these podcasts. So I uh, No worries, man. A, yeah, man. I'm stoked to have a nice chat with you. Um, hopefully we can, we can drop some gold nuggets for people too. So, exactly. um, yeah, um, I'm Nicholas. Uh, I started two, five, three media, um, I guess like five years ago now, um, lots of changes, um, which is, is kind of funny because I always think of us as a, as a pretty new company still, uh, even though we have been around for, for a while. Um, and then even before the agency, I've been, you know, in and out of, of this marketing space for, for quite a while, um, going back to even when I was in high school. So I got my start back then, nice. um, touched a little bit of everything. Um, I've done a fair amount of media buying. I've done, you know, a ton of website work we can talk about. Um, done a little bit of content work. Um, not too much myself, more hired that. Um, a little bit of email, a little bit of code, a little bit of graphics. So we've touched everything. Um, but now here we are, um, 2022 Our, you know, all we really do now is just, is just website work. So, um, right now we're, we're super heavy on Webflow and Shopify. Um, we don't do anything else anymore. We don't do ads. We don't do email. We don't do content. We don't do any of that. All we do is websites. Um, and really we're like an A to A to Z solution for, for your post-click experience. So that's what I, I like that. to say. It's probably the best way to think about what we do. Cause it is, there's a lot of little facets of that. Um, but really it's, if it's website related, we cover it. So perfect. So yeah, how, how has it been streamlining those services into now your core offer of just like websites? Because I, I actually started out as a web developer. Cool. Um, I went to school for computer programming and stuff. Okay. I realized I hate coding. Um, so that's why I do marketing. Um, so like, I'm just so curious on how you kind of found your way into like more of the website building and even like, do you touch landing pages? Because I assume if you're an A to Z solution, that's what you'd be doing also. Yeah. So Nowadays, like you can still code stuff, right? And there are mm -hmm. definitely times where you got to hard code stuff. We hard code stuff sometimes, uh, but with with Webflow and Shopify, like ninety eight percent of the time, it's, it's no code. So there's yeah. so many tools nowadays where it's it's no code, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's easy. You just whip something." And it's like, no, it's not that simple. I, I wish it was that simple, um, but it's not. There's still a ton of development work, and having an understanding of code makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really where we come in. So I guess as far as like core offer goes, um, so before we, we really dialed in on websites, we did a ton of ads. Mm -hmm. Obviously iOS 14, all that stuff. I didn't want to really deal with it. Number one, it's more of just a pain than anything else. Yeah. And I, quite frankly, man, I just didn't want to deal with it. So I was like, you know, there's other people who are better media buyers than I am and my team is, let's just, let's do what we're good at. Let's focus on websites. Um, but even before that, right? So long time ago, a couple years now. Um, and really what made us shift over to, to focusing on websites was really the fact that, um, and we, we still preach this today, right? We still, every sales call I have, everybody I talk to, I always say this, you could have the best Facebook ad, you can have the best content, you can have the best TikTok, best, you know, referral program, email, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. Everybody comes back to your site. The, the site's really the core of everything. Yep. Uh, and really as, as an advertiser, I mean, you know this, like, your, your ads are only as good as the website converts, right? Exactly. And so what we were run into a lot of times, I mean, this is, this is a few years ago now. So 
what we would run into a lot of the time is that we would put together these just great campaigns, right? And this is like, like back in the day when it wasn't like you could get these crazy numbers and, and stuff. Oh yeah. You put together these awesome campaigns and I'd be stoked on them. They'd be great. We'd be getting crazy click throughs, like, you know, Facebook, 2018, 2017. Kind of <laughs> yeah. And then they go to the landing page and nothing happened. And it's like, well, I can't control that. That's not my thing. Like, what do I do with that? Right. Yeah. And so it's, it, it makes, as an, as an advertiser, it makes me look bad because like, yeah, I'm doing my job here, but there's a piece of the puzzle here. That's not working. There's a weak link. Yeah. And so that's yeah. when we started to kind of reverse it. And we were still offering ads for a long time. We were still saying, Hey, we do, we do great Facebook ads. We'll scale your brand, blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole pitch. Yep. Um, but a lot of the times what we would do is we'd talk to these brands, we'd go through and audit their website. And that was always part one. That was always our first step. Once we kind of realized that that post click was how important it was. Yeah. Um, we'd really audit the website and be like, oh, you need website help. Like we're not doing your ads until we fix this. And so that was a huge piece of our puzzle. And so then that. it's like, okay, well, now we're doing websites. We started off doing one or two. And then it was like, okay, now we're doing two or three. Now it's three or four. And then it just kind of snowballed. And here we are. Um, and it just, um, you know, that's, I, I would say that's probably the, the biggest way we, we really dialed in. Yeah. Is, and, and there's not a lot of people doing it. I know a lot of no. people that do Facebook ads. I don't know <laughs> that many people that are doing websites of the level. Yeah. They're not doing it at the level that we're doing it. There's kind of a gap, um, which we can talk about later. I guess there's other website people will probably feel the same way as, um, there's kind of a gap in this market, right? You have the hundred thousand dollar crazy builds, you know, just these massive builds that are, are unrealistic and unnecessary for 99% of brands. Yep. But then you also have the freelancers where it's, it's one person, maybe, maybe two. And there's not really a lot of in between. There. I really don't know of a lot of agencies that are at our size. I mean, we're, we're seven people. Um, and there's not really a lot of agencies kind of in this size that are doing the, 10 to 20,000 plus yeah. some there. there's not a lot of those and so we have that like pretty specific like gap in the market um which again just helped us kind of solidify the fact that yeah. hey this is what we're good at we're just going to keep doing this we like doing it um and even to even take it even a step further man i actually got to spend time with my family on thanksgiving this year on black friday instead of having to stress about facebook ads so that just what a win like dude this is it. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's right? literally when you can take yourself out of those holiday Ooh. crazes. Honestly, like I I'm jealous of you right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then in terms of like some of the web development or like building the websites, what's like the typical turnaround time on those? And like, are you guys doing a bunch of revisions? Like I know from when I was building websites and stuff, that was just the one catch that I always found was like, there was so many revisions. How are you kind of like handling that and like making it work for you guys? Yeah. So I will be the first to say that we don't have that perfect and I am way too nice. So, um, my team, the transparency. Always, yeah. My team gives me a hard time for being too nice with revisions. Um, when it comes to websites, you know, a client comes to us, um, and, and, and they have an idea of what they want. Yeah. Right. They, they, and we go through, we, our onboarding process is like, it's, it's pretty in depth. It takes a while um, just to go through like our, our like 
discovery side of things, not like our, our physical onboarding, but yeah. like learning about your brand, right? We do a ton of research. Um, we go through from like, like a, a diagnostic diagnosis perspective first to see like, what's wrong with your site. You might think it's ugly or you might have like a new feature you want to add. Maybe you parted ways with the other developer, but like what's really going on. There's always more to it than that. So we can find those pinch points and see like, we can improve here. We can improve there, blah, blah, blah. And so we do like a pretty deep dive to kind of figure out like what needs to be done. Right. We take that into account. Then we talk to the client and say, okay, these are the kind of the things that we need. This is the style. This is the, like the mood board, blah, 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 yeah. the brand guidelines, all that. Um, and put it together. And I would say like 85% of the time we, we get it pretty close the first time. That's good. Um, we get, we get it pretty close. However, there are always those brands that you get and you go through and it's like, Hey man, this is exactly like what you've told us you want. Like these are, these are the example sites. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, these are the example sites um, that, that you're showing us like all that. And it's then, you know, like, actually, I want this. And then that just creates kind of a challenge. Um, what we do typically is we're going to go through two rounds of revisions. Um, sometimes it's more. A lot of it comes down to, like, how prepared the client is, quite frankly. Um, Fair. And that's – I hate to say that because, like, that is my responsibility as well, like, as the person closing the deal, as the person, like, bringing this, this brand to us. Mm-hmm. Some brands definitely change their mind about stuff. And that's probably the, the toughest part. Um, we don't charge for like extra revisions. We don't do that. I know some agencies will be like, we have revision one, revision two. If it's not in that window, we're charging it. We don't do that. Um, my team probably wishes that we would have done that. Um, I wish we would probably do that because we'd probably make more money. But at the same time, like I get it, right? Like I change my mind about things all the time. Yeah. And so especially like, you know, if you're getting a website built, you're going to go look at other stuff. Brand owners are constantly looking at their competitors, always looking for stuff. You know, I'm always looking at other agencies to see what they're doing. Always looking at brands to see stuff. I might be seven weeks into my project, like ready to hit that launch button. And I'm like, oh, dang, this is cool. I saw this on some random website. I want that. Stuff like that. That's really where where things kind of like get, not want to even say get out of scope, but can really like delay a project launch date. Mm -hmm. Um, we're pretty good about factoring that stuff in and we definitely give ourselves cushion because we know that people are going to do that. Um, but as far as revisions go, typically we try to keep things into, you know, revisions one, revisions two, we should be good there. Um, is that always the case? No. <laughs> there. Um, as far as like turnaround time goes, um, t- I would say typically we're in the six to eight week range ish. That's plus solid. Or, plus or minus. Um, I will say I did one, a very large project in about a week, uh, two wow. weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't sleep for like a week. It was, <laughs> um, it was funny. I, uh, so I, we have this deal, um, and it's, it's for, for a larger e-commerce brand. And, uh, I was like, we, we knew that we knew it was coming. We didn't know it was gonna be that fast though. And they're like, yeah, so we're ready to go. I'm like, perfect. And then I'm like, Great. So what, what are we thinking timeline? They're like next Wednesday. And I'm like, dude, it is Thursday. Are you crazy? Wow. He's like, well, yeah. So this is happening. Like they had some like legitimate reasons for needing us and you know, some stuff out of their control. And I was like, you know, I'm not even going to put that on my team's plate. Like that's stressful. Like, yeah. So I I did that with myself and uh, 
um, which I don't do a ton of our, our stuff anymore. I've been, I help out a little bit here and there, kind of just like, you know, closing the gaps and picking up slack and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, you know, team does most of it. And they, they're, they're awesome. They, they crush it. So, um, but yeah, every now and then we'll do stuff like that. And I don't like doing it. There's always things you miss. Um, we've got a couple projects right now that are, are pushing it timeline wise and it's tough, man. You, you're always going to miss things when that happens. And that's why I don't like yeah. to do it. I mean, I always try to have like a lot more time than that. Ideally, I would say, let's try and do it three months. We'll shoot for two. Um, that'd be awesome. We'll shoot for two. Three's not, okay. Yeah. 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 You're cushioned. Yeah. Just because like, there's always going to be extra revisions, new features, all that kind of stuff. Um, especially when you get like a couple owners, like if you have two co-founders in there, then things get real messy because conflicting like, opinions. Yeah. Yep. And so that kind of stuff can, can, can stretch timelines out. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say typically we're in the six to eight weeks. If everything goes, goes smooth, um, for like a normal size project, um, awesome. sometimes less, sometimes we can do them in, in four or one, like we did last week or a couple of weeks ago. So, <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, we know how, we know how brands go. We know how important it is. So we really do our best to, to accommodate. Like, I get That's it. great. Yeah. That's great. And then, so kind of jumping into the e-commerce uh, side of stuff in terms of like conversion rate and all of that, what are some easy wins that a lot of brands can implement to improve their conversion rate? Because like you said, post-click journey, that is so important. Like Pareto principle, that is the 20% that does move the needle. Um, so yeah. what are some suggestions that you have that people can find some quick wins on um, just to get started? Yeah. So I, I've got four good ones for you. Um, some of them are, are simple that are probably more of a duh thing, but you'd be surprised how many, how often I see them being overlooked. Some of them are a little bit out of the box that I, I just don't see a lot of people talking about. So um, first thing first, have your reviews, have your third-party recognition. If you've been featured places, um, if you've been featured in Forbes, if you've been, you know, yeah. Business Insider, Google, Yahoo, blah, 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 get that, like, one of the first things people see. We need to have credibility. So that kind of stuff, reviews. The more of that you can have, the better off you're going to be. I mean, I can go and post a Tumblr on Shopify and sell it tomorrow. Is it a good product? No, I mean, this one is, but it's not my <laughs> Right. So, so that's, that's the stuff. Like I can do that. No one like knows that it's a good product unless you have some backing. And if you have backing, flaunt it, right. If you got it, yeah. rock it, flaunt it, get it out there like ASAP. So that's number one. Um, number two is like, make it easy for people to buy. One of the things I, I talk a lot about is friction. Um, I, when I'm going through a site, the one of the most annoying things for me, like even from like a website standpoint and a consumer standpoint is when I've got pop-ups coming and I've got chat bots, I've got you know, spin this thing for a reward. I'm like, dude, just let me buy the product. Like yep. it took me twice as long to buy it. And I don't have time for that. Right. That kind of stuff, like going through and actually auditing, like how long does it take you to buy something as an actual person? Like, Go open an incognito window so you, you can get all your pop-ups and all that and go through it yourself. It should be pretty quick, especially if you know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. That Those kinds of pop-ups are like, oh, I'm collecting emails. Like, yeah, that's great. But a lot of times, like, that can also, like... Stop the sale. Yeah, exactly. And, and sure, you know, it's kind of that plus or minus thing. Like, get the email, get the sale later. Like, yeah, 
you know, it, it does have like kind of like the ebbs and flows there, yeah. but that is something like, don't overdo it. I see a lot of brands overdoing it. I was actually mm-hmm. looking at a site this morning and they had, um, they had three different things like pop up for me. They had like your, your email capture, join their club thing. They had the chat bot. And then they had that spin the wheel thing that I see on stores. They had three of them, all three things popped up. And I was like, I don't even know where to click right now. It's literally 30 seconds out of your customer journey gone. Yeah, exactly. And so that kind of stuff, like people just way overdo that. And so if if brands can like take that and tone it down a little bit, that's a pretty easy win right there. Obviously test it. Like, if you yeah. see a humongous de- decline in, in emails, but not really change in conversions, okay, maybe maybe put it back, I don't know. Yeah. But that is something I see a lot of brands, like just creating a lot of friction. Um, another thing I'd say is probably like the out of the box thing that a lot of people aren't talking about um, is education. So why should I buy this product? Um, good example um so like i said i'm not wearing a built shirt today usually i wear built shirts that's one of my favorite brands i talk about them all the time i keep hoping that built like here's one of my podcasts that I <laughs> there's me um, i probably like their biggest advocate but i i love that brand i think they do an incredible job with with branding um yeah. and educating their customers their shirts aren't the most expensive shirts in the world but they're also not the cheapest they are a blank black t-shirt like that's it. There's a black shirt, right? Or white shirt or blue shirt yep. or whatever. But why are they special? And that's something where, why would I spend $30 on a built shirt when I could go and get like, you know, a Hanes this, t-shirt for five bucks? Exactly. Still, yeah. Still a black t-shirt. So thinking about like the education of like, this shirt's awesome because X, Y, Z is huge. Um, other brands, um, especially like, like the more like unique your product is, the better off you're going to be. Um, yeah. Good example would be like, um, so we, we, did, we just did a, a site for, um, for a brand called Smart Plate. And what they do is they have, um, it's basically like a plate that you put on a scale um, and they have an app that goes along with it that'll scan your food and like count your macros and stuff for you. Oh, damn. That's pretty it's sick. Super, super cool. Um, but a lot of people just don't understand it. Yeah. And so they, um, you know, get a lot of questions and, and almost think of it like, if you go and audit your FAQs, right? What questions are, are people asking? Not like the actual FAQs that you put out there, but like yeah. people, what questions are people actually asking like in comments on your contact, stuff like that. And go and like take that and then use that as like firepower to go and educate your customers before they even like ask the question. Because what's going to happen is if, they, if they're asking a question, let's say they go on your site and they're like, oh, this is really cool. Um, I don't get it. I have a question. Now, instead of buying, they're going to go ask you a question. If your customer service isn't on top of it, they're either not going to buy and they're going to forget about you, spend their money on something else, yeah. or they're going to go to your competitor. Mm. That's what you don't want. Yeah. So the more like education you can, you can give to your customers, especially if you have like, you know, unique values, like props, if you've got unique features, benefits, like how is this product going to change my life? Mm-hmm. This product is more than a blank black t-shirt, it's like a blank black t-shirt. But what is it about this t-shirt that makes it special that I need to know? That's where a lot of brands like really mess up. Mm. So, um, and you know, not every brand is like that. Not every brand needs to go like super deep on education. Yeah. A lot of brands, a lot of brands need to explain their products a little bit better. Um, especially in the sense of like, 
why this product, right? Maybe it's identical to other products too, but like if you can kind of have a little bit more balance in the fact of like, this is why ours is better than those guys. Um, that's, that'll go a long way for people. Um, and it's not that hard to implement. Like these are all things that like anyone can just go and do pretty quick. Yeah. So that kind that. of stuff is good. Um, and I'd say the, the last thing um, would be, I mean, I guess a couple things, but I'll let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about one. that's not talk about too much. Um, I was going to talk about shipping and all that fun stuff, but let's talk about something that's um, not talked about quite as much. Um, and I would say that's going to be breaking up your text. So I see a lot of sites that are just like, boom, paragraph. And I'm like, yeah, skip that. I'm not reading that. I'm not reading that. Um, so true, man. So true. Yeah. Like no one's going to read it. Right. So figure out a way to like either show that visually, um, show it in a video. Sure. Have it somewhere, but like not as your core info because it does help with your SEO. You do want your keywords on there, um, but highlight it right? Highlight your heading, throw some bullet points in there. That'll help a ton. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of brands are like we, we work with, um, we're pretty big advocates for like key feature benefit icons. I don't know. It's like, yep. really like value prop icons basically um, because people are going to like, look at that and be like, Oh, cool. They're not going so to do five minutes to, to read a paragraph. So that's a huge thing that a lot of brands mess up on. Um, they're like, well, we need to have all this information. I'm like, yeah, but no one's going to read, you know, a novel on your product page. Like, that's <laughs> very not. true. Yeah. People want the quickest way to consume the information and how it's going to improve their life. Literally, that's it. <laughs> yep. 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 And then, I mean, even one more thing. Um, so I guess I actually had five little tips for you. I like um, it. Bonus yeah, is perfect. better. Let's just keep going. We'll keep going. Um, so one thing we've been seeing a lot of lately, especially from like a CRO standpoint, um, is like longer form landing pages. So Shopify OS2 makes it way, 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 way easier uh, to actually build out some of these like longer form landing pages. I still see sites all the time that have like buy box suggested products, maybe some reviews, that's it. Yeah. Um, the longer the landing page, like people want to scroll, they want to learn more. Um, not always, but a lot of times people want to go and they want to learn more. They want to see the product in action. Um, mm. And the more like branded you can make that page, more of an experience. Like let's say I click on a Facebook ad or a TikTok or email or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, man, that's a pretty cool product. So let's say, let's say it's totally cold, cold, cold audience. I've never heard of you before. Well, then I'm like, dang, that's, that's pretty cool. I want to see someone like me using it. I want to yeah. see the action. So like, for example, these guys. So this is wild gear. Um, we built their site a couple of years ago now. Um, and I go on their site and I see like active people kind of like my age. It's kind of a similar vibe to me. Like that's perfect. I see myself using that product. Yeah. Go on built. I see myself wearing their clothes. I could go on another site and it's like old people, like no offense to old people, but I could go and say like old people. And I'm like, that's not really my vibe. I don't connect with that. Mm, I'm off. Yep. I want to go and see myself on it. And when you can have like tons of content on your site, uh, you know, visual content, photos, images, graphics, but then also like copy that like connects with me having yeah. that kind of stuff that I can like go and like feel closer to the brand. I'm going to feel connected. I'm going to feel like this is my brand, right? I want to feel connected to the brand. Yeah. And that's something that you can really, really, really transform that experience for people on a longer form landing page. We've actually seen some crazy things too. Um, 
we've seen land like like short form just like basic landing page like basic product page to a like a longer form page go from like a five to a 14 percent conversion rate on the page oh wow yeah just changing that like product same product same price same offer just a little more information a little bit more like visual connection with people yeah wow that's not i love that that's not necessarily normal but like that is stuff that like that can happen yeah no it's totally within the realm of possibility if you actually just continue testing yeah right like that's the biggest thing i think so uh, i'm gonna ask one more question um and how often do you find a lot of brands just kind of once you've built their site they don't do anything else after and why is that like a huge decay of their website almost in your opinion yeah um i'm gonna say like 95 percent of the time not gonna lie <laughs> um and and that's uh maybe maybe not quite that bad it's a lot though and i would say it's people who don't want to do either a cro or an seo program um for whatever reason right seo is not for everybody i'll no, just say that it's not for everybody um in the sense that you could be spending your money to get faster results in other places everyone should be thinking about seo from a, a certain long-term. point yeah well yeah and it's like so, I mean, personally, like, from an SEO standpoint, that's a little off topic, um, but what most people should be doing, do it yourself, like do it in-house as a brand owner until you're at the point where like you are killing it on every other paid channel, then, then sell it off, then outsource it, mm. right? Because SEO is not cheap. Like it's a lot of time to do um, and for an agency, mm. it can be a lot. We need to do a lot more research than the brand owner does. So there is that. Yeah, but fair. the brand owner can do it pretty quickly because they really know like the brand, the industry, the product, all the, the ins and outs. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so for them to go and write content a lot faster than it is for us. So they can do it themselves. Um, is it going to be as good as if you hired an agency and paid them, you know, multiple thousands of dollars a month? Uh, maybe not. But if you're going to spend five grand on SEO, would that be more beneficial or would it be more beneficial to go spend five grand split it between Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok? Yeah. Right. Where do you get the most money? Yeah. Five grand Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Right. Yeah. Especially but, if you're going to the bang for your buck. Like, like you said, just once you get to a certain point of growth that it becomes almost non-negotiable to yeah. have somebody do your SEO. Like it's yeah. just, Exactly. It's just, it's one of those things that it's, it's such a slow burn that it doesn't make sense for a lot yeah. of brands because you'll, you'll run out of money before you really see a return because it does take like, I've seen some brands take like a year to really oh. do much. Like it's, it's a yeah. lot. And some brands are like a way faster. We've mm-hmm. had a couple of brands where they're like, they're ranking within like two months, but we've had other brands like, so a good example, like marketing agency, like SEO agencies. Yep. Good luck trying to rank an SEO agency with SEO. Like <laughs> That's hard. Competitive. Yeah. So competitive, man. Um, so we, we have a pretty big like, SEO strategy for us. Um, and it, it took us about eight months to like really see results from it. Granted, eight months into it, it starts to pay off. Right. So we're, we're doing good. Um, it just takes eight months. Yeah. No, it's, it's that payback period almost like it's with anything. If, if you don't see that return on investment right away, like like you said, would you be better to have cash on hand and put it to ads and 
get that velocity moving faster or the slow burn, which is, it can pay off, but like, do you want the growth or not? Like that's essentially what it boils down to. Um, Fuck man. I I really appreciate this conversation. Uh, We're almost at our, our time period that we got for this episode, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of just plug anything you'd like, speak about anything you'd like in terms of websites or whatever, um, just as a, a final send-off for yourself. Um, and I would love to have you back on because I know yeah. for a fact we are going to have so many conversion rate optimization questions come in after this. So I would love to have this conversation again. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, shameless plug, like if you're an econ brand, like and you're not focusing on your website, like let's chat. Um, Hit up Nicholas. So yeah, hit me up. Uh, wasn't really prepared. I didn't have like an offer or anything like that. No worries. Um, but you know, if any if anyone does need that, like I'll hook you up for sure. So um, I guess like my, my final send off, um, take your website seriously. If anyone's yeah. listening to this and you haven't been taking it seriously, like you will thank yourself. You will make money. That is literally the most underutilized growth channel ever. No one talks about it. No one thinks about it people just don't take care of their website. Website affects everything. Take care of your website, make sure your website's dialed in. I mean, literally conversion rate optimization is literally the difference between your revenue now and doubling your revenue. Yeah. That's it. Like that's my pitch right there. Uh, and that's, that's literally how we pitch people is, is, is that. So, um, and, and it's true, right? Focus yeah. on your website. Everything gets better. Your brand grows, you make more money. That's it. So um, if you guys have questions, 253 Media at Henry253 on everything. Um, questions, I'm always here for you guys. Awesome. Man, I appreciate this. Thank you so much, Nick. Uh, okay. Anybody, follow him. Give him a follow. Um, like you just said, 253 Media, hit him up or Henry253 on Twitter as it is. Um, yeah. on I love it. Same, same on username everything. on everything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, that's it for the 13th episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you have any conversion rate optimization questions, hit me up, hit Nicholas up. He will more than likely respond anyway. So no problem. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.